This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Let us rattle some cages, mm-hmm. shall we? I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. I'm all for drama, violence, all of it, okay? <laughs> now, trouble is brewing for couples who are cohabiting, mm-hmm. okay? Now, the Twitter streets lost their minds when reports came out that cohabiting partners could now benefit from the passing of their partner. And a lot of people didn't seem to understand how could that be? Now, because if you're not married, excuse me, so if you're not married and living together, surely the court and the surviving partner would bump into uh, some trouble when it comes to dividing my things, right? As the partner that has passed away if there's no legal paper. Yeah. So as usual, we ran to our friend and attorney at the high court, Isaac Musilani, to come and clarify a few things for us. Because I know that cohabiting is a big thing since more and more people are now trying to avoid marriage for one reason or the other, known to them, not to us. So Isaac is in studio with us right now and as usual if you have any questions you can send them through on 079-899-6226 of course the questions must be based on what we are talking about Fandag is in here child support the maintenance <laughs> <laughs> all the time <laughs> they, don't, they don't contribute to our discussion Isaac hi Hi, I'm almost out here. Happy New Year. Yeah, man, welcome we'll, we'll we'll back to the show. Yes, uh, yes. It COVID. is good to see you. Yes, man, it is good to see you. It's been a while. Happy New Year to you, man. You're I've looking good. You. You're looking healthy. I've missed you guys. I look good. I'm yeah. not going to lie, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of us don't have problems. Well, well Isaac, not us. I've got, I've got gang problems here. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the law or the act itself as ruled by the Constitutional Court, Isaac. And uh, what is it exactly saying regarding this particular matter? So there are two um, legislations concerned which were brought to the Constitutional Court. And I'm, I'm going to try to make this sound fun. I'll okay. Try. <laughs> All right. Please. It's, the first one is the Interstate Succession Act. It's for people who died without wills. And then, then you know, the, the law has some sort of criteria what must happen to their estates and this and this and that. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is the Maintenance of Surviving Spouses Act. It's for somebody who wants maintenance from their from the deceased estate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now these both acts in their section ones, all of them talk about a surviving spouse. Mm-hmm. So what the you know the the court case there at the Constitutional Court wanted to do is wanted to declare those two acts in those individual sections in those two acts unconstitutional and invalid because it excludes people based on marital status so they wanted it to include even people in heterosexual um life partnerships mm. where there's reciprocal duty to support mm. and i know a lot of people are like but why heterosexual because already like 10 years ago we've already discussed um those in homosexual relationships because mm. the, you know, we have the Unions Act and then we have the Marriage Act. The Unions Act was done because there was someone who was in a cohabitation or life partnership, but they were a homosexual couple and they took the um, government to court to say, you don't have anything for us because the Marriages Act is man and a woman or yeah. husband and wife. Mm. And the Constitutional Court suspended that section until government, the parliament, because the parliament is the only institution in this country that must make law. Mm. So you suspend particular sections to invite parliament to address those issues. So parliament addressed that issue by doing the Unions Act. Now, when it comes to opposite sex relationship, life partnerships, with the fat and set, so for mm. example, because the only way you can prove that there's a... Um, you're a surviving partner to a life partnership that has the reciprocal duty. If you can prove like we're in a fat and set, mm. you know, so somebody did that. In fact, her story was that uh, both of them, they lived in Cape Town, but she's from Zimbabwe. So she took government to court. Well, the guy actually 
proposed to her and then they were intending to go and pay Lovola. But then the guy got in a car accident just sure. before they go there. But he had already proposed. Mm. And so the lady went to say, look, uh, me and this person have been cohabiting together. Mm. You know, has been supporting me. Mm. Um, so I deserve to claim because, the, you know, the guy's family was saying, no, but you're not married. And she yeah. said, no, I deserve to claim. And therefore these sections, you know, exclude me. And you know, one of the reasons constitutional court is saying that, no, there are about 3.2 million people who live in cohabitation. So we have to recognize them, you know. Mm. But, you know, I like your intro, um, um, to what you said, to say that some people choose not to be in an institution of marriage. Yes. Mm. Right. But now they are the, this is because of certain issues. Maybe this is one of them, but now it's following them where they are. Yeah. Uh, but, you know. Sure. So we will be continuing with this particular conversation. What is going on to the uh, to the world that we live in? Dintang. What is going on? Bro? Yeah, no. So we are still talking to Atini Isaac Musilani about cohabiting partners said to benefit now after the passing of one partner. Last week, the Concord ruled that surviving partners in opposite sex life partnerships can also claim as if they are surviving spouses for maintenance and in terms of the deceased estate. Isaac, what kind of benefits are we talking about here? Are we talking about uh, the sharing of assets 50-50 like it would happen when people are married? Uh, I think that's a, that's, a, that's a very good question. So if you, let's assume you're married to, you know, to D mm-hmm. and uh, there's no will, right? Yeah. And you're the surviving spouse. So in terms of the Interstate Succession Act, that section one says that you are, you are entitled to the entire estate, right? As long as the estate is just below 250, you're entitled to it. Mm-hmm. But if it's more than 250,000 rand, then you would, we would first minus the 250,000 rand. And then the remaining will be shared between you and the children, if they are children. If they are no children, then you take everything. Mm. Right. So mm. essentially, let's say they are no children, because that's what most of section, section 1, subsection 1 says, is that you will take everything. If this person, your partner, your surviving, your partner, your deceased partner, you will take everything that belongs to that particular estate. In terms of the Surviving of Maintenance Act, the surviving spouse or the survivor is defined as a spouse upon dissolution of marriage due to death. Now it's going to include those involved in life partnership where there is a reciprocal duty to support. So you'd be entitled to some maintenance from that particular estate. So let's say there's a will where maybe some part of the will has been testated some part of the estate has been testated some hasn't and then you manage to get the other one then you may be able to say you qualify for some uh, maintenance um and you have to prove reciprocal duty to support yeah but that's how things are it's it i mean you know, you know i mean there are a lot of questions such as mm. how do you do that you mm. know and i mean how do i how do i prove fat and set yeah. So, so to start with, like I want to know if people know I'm in a fat and set situation, my, my, my partner passes on or I pass on, whatever the case may be, and this is a matter that's supposed to go to court. What is it that they're going to do to prove that the situation was a fat and set? So the first problem is that under normal circumstances when you're the surviving spouse, you just walk to the master of the high court with your papers like marriage certificate yeah. and death certificate and mm. say... This person, me and him, had an indivisible um, joint estate, and therefore I'm here to claim as per the Administration of Deceased Estate Act. Mm. Normal. Mm. But in a situation where you create, there's no definition of what a life partnership is, mm. you have to prove 
that you are entitled mm. the best way to do it is to go to court right that means you have to approach an attorney yeah to say you attorney assist me in proving my case then you then cite the master of the high court to recognize you if the court agrees with you that mm. you are indeed in a life partnership therefore you have to make an affidavit and then that affidavit you have to tell the whole entire story mm. if it means you must screenshot yeah. pictures of conversations and yeah. this and that yeah. and pictures yeah. that you uploaded on social media mm. when you met yeah. match, uh, if you had kids that they were supporting the bank statements mm. you attached to those particular it's a it's a job and a half right yeah. for a court order which was meant to address the average south african mm. right it's quite a lot of work look brothers i need you to hear me out loud and clear okay all right give them cash but also this is not a law that will only benefit women it's it's both ways yeah which has, I'm just saying. Which has then made me a little unsettled. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, so basically there is ways that you can prove the fat and situation by, you know, presenting evidence that shows or you and this person yeah. were together. That might include screenshots of your conversations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, you even probably went to church with, with them. You've introduced them at your church. Yeah. yeah. You every you've addressed even somebody would even attach a confirmatory affidavit saying yeah yeah this person was introduced as the wife or as the partner mm. we've no, these people have been living together for ten years right yeah um but it's my problem is it's a lot of work but that's the that's the case law that we have that have to bind all South Africans. All right. In the country. Before we continue with our discussion, there is a message coming through here for Isaac. It says, good day, team. Am I liable to claim if I secretly cohabitate with a married man or a married woman? This is from Anonymous. Hmm. Look, uh, it's, it's tricky. But, you know, offline, I did say that the, 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 there was a case where this woman, this man was already married to someone else when he met this woman. Yeah. And... Uh, he eventually divorced that the partner but but he's been living with this other woman for a long time yeah and so he divorced and then just before you could marry this one then he passes away then the applicant's entire case as to why she should benefit from the deceased estate is based on the relationship they had while he was married to someone else <laughs> so obviously we're going to have extreme cases mm, right mm. where you might not be able to claim in terms of the Interstate Succession Act, but you're going to say, this many years he was married to, to X, but me as Y, he's the one who funded this flat that I'm living in. Yeah, mm. He's yeah. the one that is paying for my kids. He's mm. been living with me, mm. despite the fact that he's being married to this one who hasn't... He, I've not even met her. I don't even know anything about her. I was mm. on my way to claim as if I'm the surviving partner. Then I'm told this man is married to the... But I've got all the evidence mm. that shows that this man had no in, had intentions to be with me, but not this one. Mm. Yes, this one, the only difference between me and her is just the paper. So can I ask uh, you to maybe in this regard, right? Uh, Isaac, so, so let's say the, 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 the girl... And I'm sorry to use an example about the girl. I'm, I'm just so sorry. I mean, I, I don't mean any harm by it. So the, the lady knows... Or this guy is married. This is another dynamic of the conversation. This lady knows that this guy is married, right? Um, you know, everything is put on the table. Will this woman still be eligible to receive anything from the court should, God forbid, uh, the guy pass on? You know, like I said before, these are options that we've been now cre- you know, given. Because at this point in time, any other thing that relates 
that describes as a life partnership can go to court can go can approach the house and there's no clear definition of life partnership mm. there's no clear definition sure. right so and you know, one day. blurred lines <laughs> the lines are blurred this is crazy yeah and so i mean in recent times descending judgments have become popular in this country uh, but for us, they are for academic purposes. But mm. we read them just to understand what the so-called losing judges think about yeah. the judgment, right? And what Mukhoi Mukhoi talks about is essentially what we're addressing here is that there is no what constitutes a life partnership, mm. right? Is a time? When does it start? When does it end? Mm. He's asking questions where you can answer them when if we ask about a marriage. You can't ask. You want this life partnership to have the same benefits as a marriage. But it does. But not, the dynamics are different. It doesn't buck like a like a marriage. Mm. You understand? It creates all these uncertainties. That look, as a legal practitioner, I'm, I'm very much happy for the challenge because it know? brings money to your pockets. Uh, regrettably, so <laughs> <laughs> because then I get to explore. I get to approach the yeah. court on this judgment and say my my client has been living with this person. They are, you know, the opposing part. The respondent says, but this person is married. But it says my client is. My client has been going to church with this one. Yeah. Mm. She's not aware. She's known by this family knows this person. Mm. But another dynamic is that it's now easier if somebody went an right? Mm. You've never, there was an intention to say, I'll come back and finish it, marry and whatever. When in the past would create some sort of a confusion with regards to customary marriage, you can abandon saying you want to be known as a surviving spouse you just want to be a surviving life partner i've got proof because you came to my house Mm. so obviously um the families will want to fight this one because Mm. if we are not married and i've been living with d for example and now um i want to benefit from his estate what happens when the family comes out to say no that's not happening um how is the surviving partner protected so like i said at the end of the day, we're going to go to court, right? Because you're going to arrive at the master of the high court saying, I am the surviving partner mm. of a life partnership. So I want to claim uh, in terms of the Interested Succession Act and also in terms of the survival merit, uh, spouse or in terms of the survival um, surviving spouse, like maintenance of surviving spouses act. Mm. And when you arrive there, you have nothing. The only thing you have is your own ID you are not going to be allowed to get a marriage certificate, yeah. I mean, a death certificate for that mm, matter, right? Mm. I don't know how you probably get it, but you will need the person's family to get it. They refuse. Mm. You have nothing. You approach and say, I want to claim from this person's deceased estate. And the other family will obviously say, no, but we, we don't know you. You know, mm. we don't know you. So obviously we're going to go to court and it will be the battle of the papers. It's a... It's a case law where there's a lot of uncertainties where we know all these things will be determined by the facts of the day. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. While, while this 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 court order would have been by clearly saying by case and case analysis, which it doesn't say that, it's essentially going to be that, right? Because how else are you going to prove without bringing evidence that you normally would not if you were a surviving spouse? Because there you rock with your marriage certificate, mm. Mm. right? You, re- yeah. you rock with your marital status that changed. Mm. Now it hasn't changed. You have to have all these other evidences that I even myself today, I cannot tell you about them mm. because it will depend on whoever the applicant is for that matter. I think to wrap it up, Isaac, how do we then uh, protect ourselves? I think in a relation, like honestly, you, you, I, it, it, the thing is, what makes it funny 
is we are now protecting ourselves against the people we love. Yeah, the people that we are sharing a space with. Wow. But I think also I would want to know to say, if I am fat and sitting with a guy, right? How do I then protect my estate? Say we have decided not to get married because obviously we don't want whatever comes with marriage, but we are living together. How do I protect myself? How does he protect himself? So first of all, so that the Interstate Succession Act does not apply, you have to have a will. Mm. Because the Interstate Succession Act is for people who don't have wills. Okay. Okay. So that, you take it out. Then what about maintenance for that matter? Um, Look, it's difficult, but I think cohabitation agreement mm. mm-hmm. is something that we need to start familiarizing yourself with. But it, it's, you know, practically, when I think about two couples sitting there saying to an attorney, draft a document that says if one of us passes away, one of us must not touch each other's estate. Mm. That acrimonious relationship, how do you go about it? Mm. And, and we have couples who struggle with just antenatal contracts sure. already. Right, mm. as black people, mm. antenatal contracts are still seen as a taboo. Yeah, then you've got all these other dynamics that we really never asked for, you know, but they're there. Mm. So, how can, to answer you, just have a will, okay. but you can't control the rest when you pass away. Yeah, sure, sheesh, have a will where you say, Um, my things, I'm gonna give them to my children, mm. Mm. right? Mm. And uh, you know, if, they, uh, if they're still minors, I'm appointed so and so as a guardian. Okay. All right. Uh, insightful, informative as always. I feel like Musilani coming here to shake. If you thought you don't need a will, <laughs> now you know. Now you bro. know. Now you know. All right, man, brother. Thank you so much for coming through. We really do appreciate you. Uh, of course, we're going to be bringing him back into studio often this year. Uh, just to see how far your fat and set is going. We are, <laughs> we're kidding. Not, it's not about that. <laughs> Look, but, I mean, if there's uh, the, Look, um, this is a new matter. If there's a a, re, a case. You know, a different case. Yeah. We will have discussions about this, true, right? True, uh, And that's it. But there are so many things where the family law is is developing and we need to make our people know about yeah, these things around them. Yeah. And I appreciate you guys every time when you call me no, it's a pleasure, to discuss man. these things because it, it's not for me to benefit. It's just to give people information around them to say, hey, mm. you know, while you're busy celebrating Mutunchari Cricket, uh, Constitutional Court was delivering judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make us feel bad. For cricket. One thing that is normal in our life. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.